you know, and my ego was hurt because I felt too late and I wasn't good enough. And I was looking at all the wrong things instead of remembering that I'm doing the brave thing instead of the hard thing. Like I put myself in the room, you know, I'm evolving, I'm transforming, I'm listening myself, I'm being honest with myself. And it doesn't mean that things that fuel your soul aren't going to be hard. I've had many ugly cries in many bathrooms. This is a Soul Fire production. All right, y'all, welcome back or welcome to the show. Y'all, this is Ep 200, episode 200, like 200 episodes. I don't even know. I don't even know. We're about to hit a million downloads, which is super dope. I've had this podcast. Well, let's think. I started her. It'll She'll be four in January, y'all. And the podcast game isn't a low-key game to be in. It is literally, if you have a podcast, you're running a business, especially if you're doing it right, right? Like in putting out weekly episodes, there are so many people that get in this game and realize like, whoa, this is like constant content and constant forward momentum and scheduling and guests and strategy and evolution and reinvention. We started as the Fear Boss Show and then we became Yes And and we're about to pop off on the whole new vibe. So stay tuned. We are chasing that date of November 15th. If everything goes right, say a prayer. But, you know, evolution and change is the game, right? And, you know, 200 episodes is a big deal. And I'm so proud of that. And if you've been around and you're ride or die, you know who you are. You are an OG. I'm so glad you're here. And if you're new to the show, welcome. You know, what a great time to be jumping into the show because, boy, we are about to go into a really dope direction, a new direction, because I'm new. And I don't know about you, but I bet you're new too. And I don't think many of us aren't new on the other side of the last three years, two, three years. So welcome. Fuck, we're going to have some fun today. So this is the third part of a trilogy series. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, baby, we were talking about flowing like water, slow and low. That is the tempo. We talked about all kinds of stuff last week. So if you haven't listened to that episode, please dip into it. Please go dip into that episode. I titled it, Why Making a Millie Got Me on the Pillies on Purpose, but you're going to have to listen to the episode two understand why I very vulnerably shared that with you. And the week before that, we talked about the remix. Remix, the power of the remix, right? As we sort of set the stage for where we're going and who we're becoming and the journey we're about to take on this podcast, right? As we holify our lives and really step into this hollow way of life. And what does that mean to embody holifying your life and living that holla lifestyle, right? And really claiming it and calling your shot and what it means to speak out loud, using the spoken word, to speak out loud into existence, who you want to be and where you want to go. And I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to get that right. And listen, we're going to have a conversation today about that. Diamonds, baby, shine bright like a diamond, but really we're going to have a conversation about pressure. So let me launch into this conversation with a little story. Okay. So I just had my best girlfriends in town from college this past weekend. So we have all known each other since we were 18, okay? And on our last day, they were together. Well, Kimmy was in town for some meetings for work. And then we picked her up on Saturday and we had all Saturday, all Sunday together. But Jody was in town Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So anyway, I had the girls in from Thursday to Sunday. And Sunday was our last day together. And it's always bittersweet, but whatever. So we are, we're having our coffees Sunday morning, kind of thinking about our day and like kind of snuggling into our last day together. And then we ended up having Sunday morning, this like very unexpected and deep conversation after finding one of my besties in the bathroom in tears, like in tears. Okay. Why was she in tears? Well, 
come to find out she is in such deep overwhelm and shame and guilt and anxiety around a choice she made that she thought was going to solve all her problems and be the answer, the solution to what is making her feel not worthy if we really are being honest, right? So she's trying to solve this problem and she wants to feel worthy and like she's contributing and she's applying all this achievement pressure to herself. And it's turning out that she thinks she's found the solution, but she's learning that she's made the wrong choice. And now she's finding herself back to square one, stuck, unsure, unseen, and scared, to be frank, scared about the future, which is robbing her of this moment, the moment with her friends in front of her right now, the moment at home when she's with her boys and her family, she's stressing right now about a trip she has to Italy next summer. And, you know, this beautiful trip she gets to take to Jamaica with her boys in the spring. And like, she's thinking about all that shit right now and and feeling stress about it instead of blessed about it. Right. Anybody else do this? Obsessed so much about something like not just 10 weeks, you know, 10 days, 10 months ahead of us, but stressing about things 10, 15, 20 years into the future that you end up losing track of who you are in this moment right? Like that your joy today is literally stolen. You're robbed of your peace. Your happiness is completely hijacked. I mean, I'm over here screaming, holla, my hand is raised. I do this shit all the time. I call it dress rehearsing tragedy, right? Or I've made a commitment and I'm so stressed in the moment that I can't even have fun where I'm at, or I've taken on too much (laughs) that I do have some fun things coming up a lot like what my friend was feeling. And she can't even be in the joy of that blessing because she's blocked by all the overwhelm she's feeling in the moment. So there we are sitting in my hot tub. Okay. Having this hot tubified conversation with our coffees. And at the end of the conversation, one of my besties looks at me and goes, God damn it. We should have recorded this as a whole episode for your podcast because y'all, it was that good. You've got three women sitting around a hot tub who are all carrying such different things in their lives. We all have such different lives. We're all 47 and 48 and I'm the baby. I'm the baby. And when I was growing up with them, I hated it because everybody turned 21 ahead of me and like did all these cool things ahead of me. And, you know, everybody got married and fell in love and all this stuff ahead of me. I always felt behind. And now I'm like, I'm the baby. I'm the baby. And I love it. I love being the baby anyway. So we're 47 and 48, but we're also different. Okay. One is married, a teacher, has two boys and lost her first daughter. So she's lived through a lot. Yeah, I said that right. She lost her first daughter. Okay, so she's been through it. And on the other side, I have a friend who is also married. She is in sales. She has two kids. Her oldest has autism and a husband who is currently an alcoholic in recovery. Thank God, in recovery. But he's an alcoholic, an active alcoholic. So she's living and has lived through a lot. And then there's me, married with no kids by choice, three stepsons, an entrepreneur who has a public facing image and brand and my own family issues, right? So I have moved through and am moving through, you know, a lot myself in my own ways, you know, from my mom to entrepreneurship to just life and being a step person and dealing with all the things that go with that, right? So the reason I share all that with you is that we bring such different perspectives and stories and life experiences to the table, which always makes for a really epic conversation. And also, I share that with you because if you're here, you can probably relate to us. We are all achievers, high achievers, and we all put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be the best mom, friend, client, business person, wife, neighbor, insert a million other hats we 
as women wear, okay? And we all want a lot for our lives. And I know you do too. We want to succeed. We want to feel successful and beautiful and healthy, right? We want other people to see and feel that success. So sometimes we find ourselves doing a lot of things we don't even freaking like doing, working with a lot of people we don't even like hanging with. We're eating and being things and wearing things we don't even really like because we're trying to check a fucking box, a proverbial box that will feed our ego instead of our soul. And I'll repeat that last line again. We feed our ego. We spend a lot of time feeding our ego instead of feeding our soul period. And my hand is raised. Because listen, most of the things that end up making you the most miserable all come back to the motherfucking ego. Flexing, either physically flexing or just vanity metric flexing, vanity metrics, a certain amount of of status or likes or followers or follows or accolades or mentions or jets or clothes or name brand, this or that. All that shit feeds our ego. And I'm guilty of it. Like I bought the blue check mark, (laughs) you know, I've boosted a lot of posts, right? I've obsessed over the likes, you know, I just did it the other day. There's a girl that somehow overnight seems to have like, when I started following her a year ago, she had like 10,000 followers. Today she's got 40,000 followers. I'm like, what the fuck? I have, what the fuck? Like it just, and then I'm like, what am I doing? Who cares? Like, why am I even looking at that? Right. You know what I mean? Like that's an ego-driven choice I made to be stopped by that, to even investigate that, to even notice that. What the fuck? You know what I mean? I'm sitting over here going, holler, get it together, right? You know? And so I wonder, all those things, does it really feed the soul? Because when things feed your soul, you aren't crying on the bathroom floor. You aren't even noticing someone else's likes or follows or growth because you're too busy working on your own. And it doesn't mean the things that fuel our soul aren't hard, right? There's a lot of things I'm doing that fuel my soul that are really hard. I went to a poetry slam in LA, a big poetry slam and, you know, conference that was for rappers and artists and musicians. And I was on the floor. I tell the story in my new keynote. Like I was on the bathroom floor of my hotel by 5.30 on the first night. I was in a deep, ugly cry. It was feeding my soul, but shit, it was hard and it was scary. You know, and my ego was hurt because I felt too late and I wasn't good enough. And I was looking at all the wrong things instead of remembering that I'm doing the brave thing instead of the hard thing. Like I put myself in the room, you know, I'm evolving, I'm transforming, I'm listening to myself, I'm being honest with myself. And it doesn't mean that things that fuel your soul aren't going to be hard. I've had many ugly cries in many bathrooms and I bet you have too. Where are you at? Where are my people at? Right. And it doesn't mean that the right choices in life won't come with a set of standards and pressure. Right. And when something is really for you as a human. And this is what we really need to remember. When something is really for you as a human, though, you feel that. And when something is for your ego and for the outside opinion of you, you feel that too. Now, when something is for you, though, you feel joy and peace, which ends up lasting instead of happiness, which can be fleeting. And, you know, just like anything, we talked about flow last week, you know, Happiness can go up and down and come and go, but joy, joy and peace is a motherfucking vibe that is rooted inside your soul. It's like in your bones. And here's the deal. When something is for you, you don't care 
with other people like it because you're not doing it for them. You're doing it for you. You know that when you lay your head on the pillow at night, you are good, baby. That's how I know I'm making the right decision because I'm like, I don't care what other people think. Like I care less about other people's opinions and more about the opinions I have of myself. I care less about the opinions of other people's perspective on my work. Not that I don't care about other people, but I care more about my own opinion than I do about the opinions of strangers on the internet about my work, right? Do I feel good? Am I proud? Am I going to have regrets, right? So when something's for you, the likes don't matter. The follower count isn't your obsession. You become your obsession. You find it so much easier to create and do work you love because you're operating from the best operating system on the planet, which is the operating system of self-love and self-care and the real definition, which is what us girls talked about around the hot tub. This real definition, this real OG definition of self-care, which is so much more than bubble baths and massages, which is great. I'm here for it. But the real self-care is prioritizing one's self And that's going to look different for each and every one of us, not just around that hot tub, but around the world, right? As women, we are all chasing different things. And regardless of what that looks like for us, the priorities that we deem the most potent and important right now, despite what those priorities are, and despite them looking different for each and every one of us, it's going to require some pressure, period. Hey, y'all, as always, this episode is brought to you by our studio sponsor and our friends over at Advocare, who is on a mission to help you look better, feel better, and do better with their athlete-endorsed line of supplements. And did you know, y'all, for real, take me up on this, you can literally try Advocare before you buy it. For real, we will send you all my favorite shit. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast and email it to me at hello at judyholler.com. Just take a little screenshot on iTunes of your five stars and your little review and legit to your front door. We will send you some of my favorite products. In the meantime, link in the show notes to go shopping, get discounts with the code HOLLA and learn more. Okay, so let's... Let's have a conversation about pressure, shall we? Because pressure is a good thing. And I think so many of us try to avoid it because we don't want to feel the pain or we don't want to feel pressure, right? But we can't avoid pain. We can't avoid pressure. And I want you to think about a diamond. I can bet most everybody listening right now to this episode is either wearing a diamond or has a diamond somewhere in their house or has received a diamond or just loves a good, sparkly, beautiful diamond, right? Okay, I can bet most of you probably do. Well, how did that diamond become a diamond? Well, pressure was applied to that element over a significant period of time. And that pressure created the diamond. Pressure makes diamonds. Pressure is a good thing. Pressure turns pain into beauty. It turns pain into power. It turns pain into peace because we've taken the time to do the work. We've applied the right amount of pressure inside in order to form the diamond that shows outside. And I can bet that anyone and everyone you look up to right now in your life, the people you look up to the most, the people you admire, the people you want to emulate, either personally and or professionally, I can guarantee that they are all stacking pressure on themselves, right? They are remixing. Go back and listen to the remix. They are remixing their life, shaking up the snow globe, dropping a new beat on the regular, right? They are staying in flow, remembering that they are water, right? And what they say to themselves matters. What they say to themselves happens. So they're monitoring self-talk. They're doing the hard things 
instead of the easy things. They are eating right, hitting the gym. They are making moves instead of making excuses. They are having tough conversations and picking up the phone and pitching and selling and reading and taking courses. And they're doing the stuff. They're putting themselves in the room. They're flying to LA on a plane by themselves, going to a poetry conference, right? And they're having the ugly cry on the bathroom floor and they're picking themselves up and they're getting a good night's sleep and they're getting back in the room tomorrow and doing it again, right? They're stacking the pressure they need to create the diamond they want to become. But Sometimes the pressure we need, and what I discovered around the hot tub with my besties, is that sometimes the pressure we need is to take some pressure off our plate so we can hear ourselves and listen to who we really are right now and what we're saying. And we just, you know, we just run through these to-do lists and we wake up and we're robots and it's emails and it's errands and it's to-do lists and it's everybody else's priorities that we've stopped listening. So sometimes we need to apply a little pressure to take some pressure off, to set some boundaries, to say no, right? And that's still pressure, the pressure to take care of ourselves so we can hear where we want to go and who we want to be. Right? This can sometimes look like stacking pressure on yourself to say no, to set boundaries, to slow down. For me, slowing down feels really uncomfortable. It feels like pressure. You know, I said to one of my best friends that we love to keep making these to-do lists of all the things we're doing and achieving and being and creating in this world. And that maybe one of because we're all three of us high achievers, right? And I'm like, maybe our experiment right now needs to be keeping a list of all the shit we said no to, like a fuck no list. Right? A boundary list, right? A list of all the ways I've prioritized myself over the fear of someone else's judgment of me, right? Over the fear of disappointing someone else. But may I never disappoint myself. What ends up happening is we disappoint ourselves time and time and time again to not disappoint other people. And isn't that fucked up to think about? So I'm like, dude, maybe we need a fuck no list or a hell no list or the things I said fuck no do, right? Because we're going to achieve. I'm going to achieve this week. I've already got lists of stuff I've done, but I'm also, and I did it in my planner this week on purpose. I now have this little tally going of all the things I said no to. You know what I mean? All the shit I'm saying no to. And I'm going to celebrate that. I'm going to celebrate that this weekend right? I mean, this is still pressure and it may be the pressure you need if you've got too much on your plate, if there's too much noise in your environment, if you're in too deep around people pleasing, and maybe you have some childhood wounds that are bringing up shame and guilt around not achieving, which was the case for my friend, right? So I'm really bringing this up because pressure is a good thing and pressure doesn't always have to look like adding more to your plate. Maybe for us achievers, it's having the courage to take things off our plate, to apply stricter rules to who gets access to you and who doesn't. By setting stronger boundaries and by saying no more, you know, but a diamond will never become a diamond without a certain set of pressure. So pressure is a good thing and pressure needs to align with your priorities. And I want you to think about the big buckets in your life. And there's really three y'all, period. Okay. There's the health bucket, the friends and family bucket, your people, right? Your community, your peeps. Maybe you have kids, maybe you don't, maybe you're married, maybe you don't, maybe you have a family, maybe you don't, whatever. But like you've got people around you. So the health bucket, the friends and family bucket, and then there's the career bucket. And I want you to think about each bucket as a ball, okay? The health bucket ball, the friends and family bucket ball, those are glass balls. And the career bucket ball is a rubber ball. So the visual here is for you to start thinking about what the priority should be. Because think about it. If that health ball drops, it's a glass ball that motherfucker's going to shatter. And when it shatters, it's unrepairable. Or maybe it drops and it cracks 
and it breaks a little. And you've got to figure out how to fix that crack so it doesn't shatter even further. Same with family and friends. Like if you drop that ball with your kids, your spouse, your best friend, your people, right? Your siblings, whatever that is for you that matters the most in the world, a spouse, a child, it's a glass ball. If that ball drops, it could shatter. And that is hard. You cannot really repair a shattered ball. So these are the balls we want to prioritize because if we break them or we shatter them, there's no going back. But the career ball, baby, that ball is rubber. So what does it do? It bounces. It's got a little rebound. So if something drops there, there's likely a chance that you're going to recover faster because the career ball can flex. Boof. It can bounce. Boof. Right? It's got a little rebound. So I'm always thinking about this analogy and I think I read it like full transparency, plug, cred. I think I read about it in The One Thing. Somebody fact check me on this. I think I read about it in The One Thing, which is a phenomenal book and I'll link it in the show notes. So good. But what I'm trying to really do when I'm thinking about where to apply pressure and where to like set priorities on where pressure should go, I'm always thinking about the glass balls first, prioritizing health and relationships, knowing that my career, which is absolutely a priority, my God, and it's my favorite thing, right? I love my job. I love what I do, right? I'm almost a workaholic, right? And that's something I've got to work on. I have to apply a lot of pressure in doing the work to take pressure off myself because I put so much pressure on myself, right? No one's going to be, no troll on the internet is going to be harder on me than I am ever on myself, right? But, but I know that when I think of my priorities, like if my relationships are out of whack, that is going to deeply affect my work. And if I break my relationship, man, it's going to break so many other things in my life, right? And if my health breaks, oh, I'm fucked right? And so nothing works if I don't work. So those are my first two priorities, right? Because if my health doesn't work, my career doesn't work. And if my relationships are whack, everything else is whack too. So I just share this analogy as the lesson here today, as you think about where to apply pressure and to start reframing this notion of pressure as not necessarily being a bad thing. And as you think about the balls in your life, are you prioritizing the glass balls or are you prioritizing the rubber ball? And it doesn't mean that there's not priority in your career. Absolutely. But if you're not sure where to start applying or removing pressure, I would start by aligning priorities. And if you think about your health and your relationships as glass balls and your career as a rubber ball, it'll help you start to think about how you know where to start applying pressure and where not to. So I think pressure is a good thing. I know deep down it is. And I think that's going to look different for all of us based on what the priorities are in our life and how things are looking in each of those categories. You know, one of my friends, you know, she's got a spouse in recovery. And so they really are aligning a lot of their life right now with the AA mantra and the Al-Anon mantra of like, yo, one day at a time. And I think that's a beautiful reminder for all of us. Like I get so caught up in the pressure of tomorrow and where will I be in 11 years? And oh my God, I'm so behind and I'm so late. And you know, I stack a lot of pressure on myself worrying about tomorrow that I forget about all the priorities in today and all the beautiful moments in today. And so sometimes it's hard for me to be where I want to be and need to be because I'm way too far in the future. I'm dress rehearsing tragedy. I'm, you know, I'm so worried about tomorrow. And, you know, we talked about that. You know, one of my friends is very worried about what she's going to do in 11 years when she's done teaching. And I'm like, well, what if you don't, I hope you do, but what if you don't get 11 years from now? 
you know, you do have today. And so this notion of one day at a time was like a really big wake up call for all of us. And it's kind of becoming this low key mantra, right? No wonder it works in the world of addiction. I think we're all addicted to our phones and technology and likes and clickbait and other people's opinions of us. And what if we just started taking it one day at a time and focusing on the impact and the shift we can make today? It doesn't mean we're not doing things for tomorrow, but sometimes we get so in the weeds that we forget what's in front of us today and we drop those glass balls. And then I think the other thing we all came out of the girls weekend with was just this really beautiful permission slip to keep a fuck no list, <laughs> like a boundary list, like celebrate not just all the things we're achieving at the end of the week, but starting to celebrate all the ways we prioritized ourselves and didn't disappoint ourselves. Maybe we're going to disappoint other people, but may we and shall we never disappoint ourselves. And I think that was the big takeaway for me as well. So, you know, I guess this is just a story about diamonds, right? That diamonds need and require pressure and you are a diamond. And if you are feeling overwhelmed, maybe you need to put some pressure on yourself to take some pressure off of yourself. And maybe if you are in a rut and stuck and feeling unseen and not really liking where you're at and you're in stale, boring conversations and in a stale, boring life, maybe you need to apply a little pressure to get yourself out of that. Maybe we need to remix. Maybe we need to shake up the snow globe. Maybe we need to start talking to ourselves another way. Maybe we need to hire a coach. Maybe we need to reinvent our look and our lifestyle and our location, right? So pressure can go one of two ways, but pressure is a good thing, baby. It's a good thing thing. So this really completes that holified, holla lifestyle trilogy, right? Diamonds, flow, and remix, right? These are the interchangeable interweb components of the hollow way of life and really truly the three beats that make up this rhythm of my life. And we'll continue to explore them as the podcast evolves into the next iteration of who she's becoming. But I'm just so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're becoming with me. And I always love hearing from you. So let me know how this trilogy is hit and what you're loving about these episodes. And I'm so excited to share so much more as we continue to evolve here together. So next week, the intention is to do a little goodbye, thank you, and hello ceremony, sort of honoring, you know, where this podcast has been and where we're going. And I'm still kind of thinking of the way I'm going to do that with you. So that's what's going to go down next week. I don't know, maybe I'll write something, maybe I'll perform something. I don't know what I'll do for you, but I feel like we need to honor her, honor where we've been so we can step into where we're going. And then, you know, November 15th, we are going to, you know, my version, my little Tay Tay moment, the new era tour is going to pop off and, and, you know, we'll really sort of walk you into where you can expect this new energy and this new vibe in the podcast to take us and really what our focus is going to be. So a lot of that is still being worked out. I just got off a call that was seismic and big and meaty and meta and dope as fuck and wild, like culture shifting shit. You know what I mean? And really redefining the way we look at what it means to claim it and call your shot and make big moves in this world. So I'm so glad you're here. Let me know what you thought about this show and just keep moving, baby, because you, you are a diamond. Holla. Holla.